What's going on, guys? Not so pro football talk here. We're back at it with another video. It is Thursday, I believe, right? Today, Thursday. I don't even have a watch on, but it's a Thursday video. I'm starting to like these a lot more. Uh, today, we're talking buy or sell on teams that should be making the playoffs that have missed the playoffs for a good amount of years. Okay, for at least five years, actually, uh, of teams that missed the playoffs. So this should be a lot of fun. Basically, buy or sell. Uh, there's eight teams that will enter the 2022 season with a playoff drought and at least four seasons. Yeah, you're right there, Vince. And uh, we're going to let you all know if we buy into those teams or we're selling those teams on the odds of them making the playoffs this upcoming season. This should be fairly easy to talk about, uh, fairly easy to catch up and, and to learn about these certain teams. So if you guys want to chime in, put in the comments saying, oh, this team, heck no, this team. Hell yeah, brother. Okay, we'll get right into it, you guys. We're not going to waste too much time. But team number one, we have the New York Jets. Are you buying them, making the playoffs, or are you selling them? Me, for one, they're sold. They're out of here. Either, no, everyone sold? Everyone yeah, sold on this? Yep. Yeah, it's kind of hard to believe. Yeah, it, it's fun because they had an amazing draft. But the last time the New York Jets were in the playoffs... Rex Ryan was that guy. <laughs> Who remembers Rex Ryan? Okay. I like Rex Ryan. I, I like Rex Ryan too, but that was in the Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez era. You remember that butt yeah. fumble? That, come on. That was the last time they're in the playoffs. And yes, they hit a lot uh, on this draft. And, and I believe in Robert Sala coming from, uh, you know, of course he was a Niner. So I believe in him, but he still has yet to prove himself. He's a defensive minded coach and his defense kind of struggled a bit yes was he missing key players or not players but you know key positions yes he was he addressed a lot of those uh during the draft in the offseason i felt like he had a great offseason zach wilson that's gonna be huge that's a huge key factor he's able to make those big splash plays but when it comes to the down to down plays when i'm talking about simple uh slant routes you know simple check downs that's where he struggles at um what, what do you guys feel about this uh their season coming up. Yeah, they had a great draft. I feel like they're going in a positive direction. There's some of these uh, teams that haven't made the playoffs for a while, and they, they still feel like they're just going down more and more downhill into uh, just playoff a abyss where they're never going to make it again like the Browns were for a while. Um, but I think the, the Jets are making the right moves to get back to the playoffs. But I, I think all these young players, these players they're bringing in, they need to be, uh, they need to be developed uh, and they need uh, more time to bring uh, more team chemistry. As far as Nets here, um, there's definitely a better chance, especially with Zach Wilson. Uh, potentially, it, if he can progress into a sophomore year, um, if, they, they, if they build a team continuously uh, with their salary cap, because uh, I know they're in pretty good salary cap space, um, they can have a great uh, chance of making it in uh, 2023. Yeah, it is Wilson plays well. Yeah, I agree. It it all falls on Wilson. Um, he's gonna be the oil that runs that train and keeps them winning if they're gonna win this year. Uh, I think Robert Sala has a good grasp on that defense, and they got some good picks in the draft, especially the first round. Uh, but their receiver core, I was looking at it right now, it's not that bad. They have Corey Davis. I like him. He's got good size. Uh, they did draft Mr. Garrett Wilson from, I believe he's from Ohio State. Yes. Uh, 
yeah. Uh, he was really fast. So I think it, whether they put him as a number one receiver or the slot receiver, he's going to get a lot of uh, opportunities. It's just, is Zach Wilson going to get it to him? So that's the big thing. Um, I believe they also went over after some tight ends. Uh, they got CJ Uzoma. Holy shoot. So that's a big guy who's a touchdown machine. Uh, so they set themselves up on offense to get uh, some wins and some offensive uh, chemistry and rhythm there in the Jets franchise, which they haven't had in a long time. Uh, but we'll see if they can piece it together. That's going to be the deciding factor on if they are fourth in their uh, division or if they're third. That's the highest I give them this year. Uh, they're definitely going to be fourth. No way they beat out the <laughs> Patriots or, or or the Dolphins. No way. That, that's going to be tough. And, yeah, uh, hopefully they'll come in fourth. But that's a, definitely a fighting spot between – uh, you heard it here, the Patriots and the Jets, and not the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, but next team I got I'm over here, I got uh, from Mile High Stadium, the Denver Broncos, okay? They have been in a drought for six seasons, okay? I, ever since that Super Bowl run with Peyton Manning, they've been on some mediocre quarterback carousel that they just could not overcome until they sold – the house on their mama to get the quarterback of the century. They got Russell Wilson, which I think is the answer for the Denver Broncos. If you look at it, they do not have a bad team in the past. Was it uh, four seasons? They had a top 10 defense. They it's just a quarterback situation. They needed to figure out what was going to happen there. I mean, if you look at the receivers, they got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, then running backs, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon is not bad. It's not bad. They got Russell Wilson now. What else do they need? They have success lining up. They are in the hardest division of football. But I still think they got a leg over the Raiders. That's very hard to say. I'm (laughs) buying in. I'm all in. I'm buying into this team. You guys know that. If I'm choosing between buying or selling, I'm going to choose buying. Uh, but I'm not going to put all my money in on them. Uh, they are in the hardest division in football right now against the Raiders, the Chargers, the Chiefs. The Chiefs obviously being the ones that have ran that division for a while. But both the Chargers, Raiders, uh, with the Broncos, putting up a great uh, starting, uh, great uh, 53-man roster for this uh, next year. Um as far as where this division ends up with who's at first, who's at second, who's at third and who's at fourth. I mean, I, right now we're all just, we're all just guessing and hoping at this point. Um, but I think the Broncos have a good chance with Russell Wilson under the hilt um, under, unlike um, the charger, uh, Justin Herbert or uh, Derek Carr. He does have that experience, that veteran uh, very, as far as a veteran who has won, Derek Carr is a veteran, but he's not a uh, he's not a veteran who's won on a consistent basis. Um, so that's why I kind of want to give uh, the Broncos that uh, leg up on the Raiders and the Chargers. Hmm. Well, for me, I have uh, the Chargers probably winning that division. I know it's a long shot because everybody's saying that Justin Herbert's going to have another bad year, but I think he's learned a little bit. Uh, he didn't have the best year this past year, but. Uh, I think Denver has the best shot at winning second or third in that division. I'm not going to put all my money and double down on them because just because my quarterback moved over there or we moved him there, basically. 
But um, I just think that they have a lot of good pieces, and I think it's going to take one to two years for them to actually piece it all together and get the flow going. I know Russell Wilson is a guy who's uh, breathed and lived winning all his life and all his, his careers in college and high school and all that stuff. But um, I just think going into a new organization like that, where he beat them in the Super Bowl and now they have him, uh, I think it's going to be hard for him to get to the Super Bowl in the first year. So I don't put my money uh, all the way down. It's a tough division, and the chances of them making the playoffs in that division are about 25%, <laughs> just because everybody else is so highly stacked. And the AFC now is highly stacked. It's not just that division. And remember, the AFC West are paired up with the NFC West in the schedule. So that's another bump on the road. Mm-hmm. That's his first game, right? Going to Seattle? Maybe week one. Ooh, yeah. That should be fun to watch. Uh, <laughs> I think I think the biggest thing that's going to come down for the Broncos is going to be staying healthy. If they can keep those guys healthy um, uh, more than their their uh, other, their division rivals, then they have a good chance at uh, winning that division. But if they are uh, they have injuries at key spots, then everything can cr- can crumble. Okay, nice, uh, well said. Uh, this next team, this next team. Can they go from having the number two overall pick to going to the playoffs? I'm talking about the Detroit Lions. They get Aiden Hutchinson, which should have been the number one overall pick. Should have been. Freaking Jaguars. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I get a little upset there. But honestly, this team, it ain't bad. Okay? It's in a it's in a hard division. I get it. You got to face the Vikings. You got to face the Packers. Uh, where Aaron Rodgers is king of that division. You know, I will admit, I don't like the Packers, um, but I got nothing against Aaron Rodgers, just a little bit. But they are missing a huge key factor, and I will say it over and over again. If they would have addressed the quarterback position, they would have been in a much, much better spot. Okay, you're going to get the number two overall pick again there, okay, because of Jared Goff. Jared Goff ain't it. Mediocre, mediocre guy. You know, low-tier QB. Don't believe in it. I'm, I'm selling. Detroit Lions, as long as you got Derek, Jared Goff, I'm done. Don't want to hear it. Um, for me, yeah, man, I agree. Uh, that's where it... <laughs> uh, For me, um, I'm going to sell because I think that it's not Jerry Goff that's losing it for me. I think Jerry Goff is better than some other starters in this league, in my opinion. Um, I don't, I don't hate on him just as much as Adrian Vincent though. Um, but I think that the the reason why I'm going to sell on them is one, they have to play the Packers twice a year. That's two losses right there, and then they they don't have a complete roster. There's there's many there's many positions on that team where they're just either too young or they're just they don't have a good players in that position. Um, they don't have a, a, a full 53 man roster to compete with these other teams in the NFC. That is true. Uh, I do have the depth chart pulled up here, and they they only have like starters. That, that's always their problem. They have good talent at starter position, but those guys that come in and out, just like Reed said, uh, the 53-man roster does make a difference. So that's how they do lose a lot of games. They were competitive this past year, 
And I really like that because the Lions were never really competitive. I believe they also have like three of uh, the worst games, like uh, the spread between points they scored and their team, the their opponent scored in the past 10 years. So that's pretty bad. Uh, I saw that on Instagram somewhere, but um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to sell just because me and AJ agree so hard on the fact that Jared Goff is our quarterback. I'd rather run with Tim Boyle if I'm being honest. Uh, they're they're back up but that's just me we we never really liked jared goff ever mostly because of his performance uh but yeah it's just too hard for for me right now even with mcdc there at the coaching position we love him uh they need to keep that guy for the next 10 years because he's going to build something great but right now they just they just don't have it yeah, man, keep it for ten years. Keep that energy. He's got the energy to do it. He's he's like Pete Carroll, but he's uh, he's more rugged. Pete Carroll's dust, man. All right, <laughs> next you got the hottest team in the offseason. I talk about the Miami Dolphins with Tua Tagovailoa. This is an easy choice for me. Right off the bat, I'm saying I'm buying. Okay, because one, they get Mike McDaniel's. Okay, that's their new head coach coming off a of Shanahan system. He's going to do some wonders because that is a very very 49er-like offense, okay? And their defense, it ain't bad, all right? It's not that bad. They're, you know, nothing to laugh at. I was just going to say, it's not that bad. Nothing to laugh at. I believe they have a lots of proof for themselves, but it's all about Tua. I think Tyreek Hill, I know everyone's saying uh, Tyreek Hill this, Tyreek Hill that, especially in fantasy. I'm tired of hearing that his stock's going to go down because they, he got Tua talking about Loa, and now he has to share the ball with, with Waddle. You know, Mahomes extended plays, which made plays for, for Hill. Nah, get that out of the way, dude. Debo Samuel, look at that. They're going to use him as a Debo Samuel. Look how many points he got because of how limited uh, Jimmy G was. Tua, I feel like he's a Jimmy G type quarterback. He's very limited. You got to get the ball off quick, get it to your slap round, and that's going to be the hill. That's going to be Tyreek Hill. He's going to be that do-it-all guy. And then when you look at their their, their running back situation, uh, listen, I don't know what Miles Gaskin did to piss them off, but they're like, hey – we are going to reinforce this running back lineup, okay? So, one, you bring in Chase Edmonds, okay? He was tired of not seeing the ball that much. So, he's like, hey, I, I still got uh, running back one juice in me. Put me in. So, he found himself a team. Then you have Raheem, the dream moster, who had an excellent season in 2019, led the 49ers in rush yards, who was the fastest guy in the NFL, even outran Tyreek Hill with stat that. Yeah, I said it. Hashtag stat that. And then... They pick up Sony Michelle from New England, and their fourth string is Miles Gaskin. <laughs> you tell me that's not the best running back room in the league. You tell me that. You could say they're all mediocre uh, running backs. Okay. Even if you do consider them that, they all have potential to be a RB1 in any team. Okay. Don't give me that. This offense is going to be explosive and so creative because if he picks up anything from Kyle Shanahan, it is misdirection. That's what Shanahan does. The whole, hey, you know, motion this way, motion that way. Use your tight end, which they got a great tight end as well. It's going to be very fun, very creative to watch. And Tua doesn't have to do it all. Okay? He doesn't have to carry the backpack on him. It's going to be fun to watch. He has a lot of weapons. I'm clearly buying on this team. I think they're going to make the playoffs they just have to get over the hump of the new england patriots all they got to do 
it's all mental from this point on. Sorry, I went well, off there a little bit. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go second right after that. Uh, I was just looking at their running back room too, Adrian. I was going to make that point, but you beat me to it. Uh, they literally addressed this because last season they were dealing with so many running back injuries. I remember someone, I think it was it you, AJ, who drafted Miles Gaskin? It was me. Oh, <laughs> uh, you were so mad because the year before I had him, I think I picked him up as like kind of like what you call a blue chip player. Uh, he because he just came out of nowhere in his rookie year. Uh, but you had him last year and he was injured for like 12 weeks out of the season. And it was every time that he was in, they couldn't run the ball at all. But this year they really picked and chose uh, from each team in the NFL who they wanted. They got Teron Armstead, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Sonny Michelle, uh, Tariq Hill to be the biggest one that they got pretty much. And they even got a few pieces on defense too. But uh, the ones on offense are the real killers here. And that's why I'm not just doubling down on this team to make the playoffs. I'm tripling down. I think that they will outbeat the Patriots because they had some good success last year. And now they have all these players that are going to mesh well. They got the system there uh, that's going to help them super, super, like just, just a lot. It's it's going to be overwhelming. And it's just going to be on everybody, not just Tua. So I think if they can all spread the love, just like uh, they're supposed to do with that offensive scheme that, um, what's his name, Shanahan is going to do? Uh, Mike McDaniel. Oh, yeah. Coach. Yeah, McDaniels, there you go. Um, I mean, it's just going to go great. So I believe in this team a lot, and I've been saying it for like the past year and a half. Uh, but I'm a Tua believer, and I believe in that offense and everybody that's there. All right, uh, so I am not in agreement with these guys. This is the first disagreement, really, <laughs> so far in this episode. I am not as high on the Dolphins as these two guys are. I think the Patriots beat them out. I'm a big Mac Jones guy. I like him a lot. Um, and at the end of the day, Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick wins games. Uh, he will build a great uh, uh, defense to go against these teams, and he's he's got he's the offensive coordinator this year. You know, who knows what's going to happen. Um, but I, I, I'm not, I think all the stuff you guys are saying about the Dolphins, I think they have made great, uh, uh, additions to their team. I think they could be definitely be good, but at the end of the day, the AFC is stacked right now. Um, there's only seven spots, only seven teams are going to make it to the playoffs. And I just don't see the Dolphins being able to squeeze into that last spot. Um, I don't see it happening. Um, I may be wrong, but I, I don't. I don't think they. I think the Patriots beat them out at that last spot. I, I was thinking that too because there's a lot of great teams to AFC, mm-hmm. but schedule plays a huge part. I'm going to read out the schedule super quick, okay? Go ahead. Go and ahead. I'm going to do a win loss. So let's start off right off the bat against the Patriots. That's a dub right there. Then you're going up against the Ravens. That's, I feel that's like, according to you, though. You're right. That's according to me, right? That's okay, according to me. Ahead. Okay. So uh, start off with the Patriots dub. Then you got the Ravens, they lose. Then you got the Bills, they lose. Then you got the Bengals, they lose. Then they got the Jets, they dub. Vikings, dub. Steelers, dub. Lions, dub. Bears, dub. Browns, dub. Texans, dub. Niners, they get demolished there, by the way. Uh, Chargers, they lose. Bills, they lose. Green Bay, they win. Uh, Patriots, they win again. And New York Jets, they win. Just kidding, they don't beat Green Bay. But that's a lot of dubs there, okay? And 10 wins and you're in, okay? 10 and you're in. That's what I like to say. I know, of course, that was before, you know, 
what, what it's like now. I mean, now you have more teams getting in. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think if they get the, those 10 wins, they, they could get in. That's a very fun schedule for them. Those are the wins that you gave them, AJ. Those are winnable games for them. Yes, right. but you know how the NFL works. There's upsets. People, uh, uh, other, uh, uh, they might drop a goose egg one game, and they right. just play terrible. And then if you miss that one or two games, if you because they they can come down to those two games that you should have won but you didn't. You could have won but you didn't, and that's how you're not going to make the uh, the playoffs. Well, I want to correct that's what's you there, gonna, Reed. I want to correct you there. Yes. Sir. Each of those games are winnable for these this team. This mm-hmm. team has a lot of talent there. And really, it is mysterious because you do not know what type of offensive play style they're going to come up with. And you don't know what their defense is going to look like. So honestly, this is why it's so much fun to talk about the Miami Dolphins. Because every single game as of right now is a winnable game. That's why I love yeah. it. So I love. It. They could like totally the, beat the Bengals. They could beat the Ravens. They could even beat the Packers. You don't. You never know. They could beat the Niners. Like the Rams, man. It's just like the Rams. Everybody was like, "Oh, that team's not going to be good. They just got all these stars. They're not going to mesh well." First year, boom, Super Bowl win. I mean, everybody doubted them at that time. Uh, they were like, "Oh, Aaron Donald. That defense is all the same." Uh, now they got Bobby Wagner this year too. Are they going to do it? back to back just because they're adding more stars. Uh, so Miami's following suit and the entire NFL is following suit, except for some of the, their original OGs like the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they're waiting till probably midseason to add anybody if they need to. Uh, but that's besides the point. These are teams that are trying to come up fast and come up now and they're trying to win now. So uh, I think what they've done so far is going to help them do that. All right. That's sorry. I got a little too into it there. It's just so much fun. I'm not a Miami fan. We just gave away a Miami Dolphins jersey, but this this team is going to be so much fun to watch. Hopefully, let's see if they can stay healthy. That's going to be playing a huge part. And we got one more team to talk about, you guys. Uh, this team, I'm I'm not very high on. Uh, not a big fan. I'm talking about another New York team. I'm talking about the New York Giants. With I, I'm selling this completely. I feel like, you know, Saquon is a huge, I don't want to say bust, huge mystery. He gets injured almost every year. His numbers haven't been there. Uh, They can't get anything going. You know, uh, what's his name? Daniel Jones. He's just, he's not producing what he's supposed to be producing. I, I don't believe in the team. I know they got a new head coach. Not too high on him. I just feel like the organization needs a little, little, little fixer upper there. No, yeah, man. Uh, the I, I watch uh, a YouTuber by the name of Bangle. Uh, he's more of a gamer dude, but he's a, a New York Giants fan, and even he says it. He's like, we're, we're not going to be in the playoffs for the next five years uh, from what he can see. Um, and he's pretty knowledgeable about the NFL and football. But uh, to me, it's all about health with the Giants. It's either they're going to go – 0-17 because everybody's going to get hurt again or they're going to win at least five or six games if they have everybody healthy. Uh, I, I have them at that third spot in that horrible, horrible NFC East uh, division. Uh, but uh, I don't think that they'll outbeat the Eagles and I don't think they'll outbeat the Cowboys. Uh, they might get one game on each of them in a division rivalry, but 
uh, they're not going to be anybody to compete for a playoff position for at least the next three or four years, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm selling on this team 100%. Uh, they need to figure out something this year, uh, especially what to do with Daniel Jones, because I believe they denied his or they didn't pick up his fifth year option. So this is his fourth year, and they got to figure out what they're going to do after this. Are they going to reboot and try to get maybe a veteran quarter or veteran quarterback or try to draft a quarterback or are they going to try to re-sign him um they got to make a decision this year um and that will completely change their trajectory of this franchise um but what they have been doing these past four years hasn't been pretty um daniel jones has had brief moments of he can be good but a lot of bad there um so this year i don't see anything different they're not going to make the playoffs yeah, easy to schedule or not. Ain't it, man. All right, so that's been our buy or sell, you guys, of teams that we think could or could not make the playoffs with the longest drought in the NFL. Uh, there's still more teams out there. Please let us know in the comments down below if you think we, uh, if you're buying on those teams, you're selling on certain teams, and or if you agree with us, okay? Uh, just go ahead and let us know. Hit that like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, all right? We're, we're, uh, we're hitting some... Some pretty good uh, checkpoints uh, on our on our show. Appreciate every single one of y'all out there. And until next time, you know, keep on grinding.